OOC Productions comes their first audio drama. A Man Called Stranger The Prologue City Business Part 1 The Case Starring Krense as the Sheriff Arn Seltzer as the Enforcer Whip Hand as Packet Tracer A Confused Mistake as Sybil, the Manager Cupid, and finally, the Grimbard, as me, the Stranger. I felt weightless, adrift in a cosmic ocean, floating in a sea of stars. They twinkled at me, shimmered and sparkled like glistening droplets trickling down the windows of a speeding vehicle. There was a window, and I was staring through it. I was standing there, in a long hall of stately metal. A bustling crowd behind me was going about their existence, their uniform and dress. There's too many different types of them to count. I turned back to the window, where the endless space was stretched in front of me. Those twinkling stars were fading away. Their ethereal glow beckoned, captivating my gaze, filling me with a sense of awe and wonder. My arm instinctively reached out to grab them, pull them in. Shining blue crystals, shaped into little octagons, filling through my fingers, falling away, falling, falling. And then there was darkness. <laughs> I stuttered awake. My clothes were drenched in sweat, and a thin blanket was clenched tightly around my fingers. I wasn't in my chair anymore. I was on the cold floor. Whatever it was that woke me wasn't pleasant, but it wasn't important to our story. My dreams are my own. I made my way to the kitchenette. Takeout wasn't an option today, so the menu was going to be a simple breakfast of meat rations and soy toast. I'm sure I've eaten something as tasteless before. It was as tough as the city. You know, you bite off more than you can chew, and then painfully pay for it later. It all went down easier with a drink, but I was all out of my breakfast bourbon. You can't see the sky from the underground, but I could hear that it was too early for a soda. You know what that means. Wake up whiskey it is. As I choked down my food the best I could, I slip on my glasses to begin scrolling the numerous news feeds or anything of interest. My AR interface didn't show me much today. The deals Mayor Allerson was making on the docks were going south faster than a flock of devourers. The corporations were making new regulations about delving under the city, and freelancers blew something expensive up. All more of the same. None of it was going to help me. 
I was running a little low on the funds I had left. If nothing changed about my situation soon, I wouldn't be living in the sprawls anymore. I'd be living on the streets of the sprawls. To be fair, after resealing the windows and all the bullet holes, at least it kept out the cold air. And the flimsy door did keep out most unwanted visitors that I kept on getting. But I don't know why they would want to be in here. There wasn't any bourbon. Actually, that was a good point. So I glumly got up, ignoring my haggard appearance in the mirror, and put on my hat and coat, and exit scene left. Off to find some bourbon. Because my apartment building was so deep into the ass end of the suicide sprawls, it took me an hour of walking through streets laden with drunkies and suckers, scavengers and gangers, just to get to a place that didn't reek of mold and destitution. There I had the one valuable thing I still owned. A half-decent car. Auto-drive software. Hopefully, it was working. Ugh. And it's broken into. Again. All I could do was hope it had enough to get me out of this hellhole. Sleep, corporate trash. And a pleasant evening to you, my fellow freelancers. Another night has passed, and what a doozy it's been. Down here in the underground, we've had a hectic night with 12 reported cases of soul craze attacks, just tonight. That bumps this week's kill count to a new citywide record of 53 before midweek. That said, jokes have been uber successful, according to our morning data. It looks like a lot of you freelancers were hitting the scene last night with full force, as we've got a whole fuck ton of ensign and response team reports coming out of Down and Midtown. Numbers like 10 burglaries, 6 assaults, 4 accounts of suspected corporate fraud, and a whopping 16 unexplained murders. That's pretty good for what's being reported. I wonder what you all really got up to. Anyways, this morning's already off to a fresh and frisky start, as an unwrapped response team is causing havoc in downtown by tearing up the streets in hot pursuit of a lone man that's been blowing through police checkpoints. Now also drawing C1 into the chase. Around 15 civilians have been reported injured, and at least one enforcer was spotted on scene. Ew. As for what's really going on, no one's quite sure who or why, but honestly, who cares? Let's talk about how awesome it is with the dark ends and shambles all month, since several of the readers have gone missing. got as far as the Vatic Row, so I lifted on a neat little corner and took a stroll down its main street. I knew a place that was going to be open this early. Open and ready to serve me my breakfast bourbon. Enough bourbon to get sauce worse than a pasta and not care who eats me. The city was nice like that. Certain parts of it. Usually those were parts I tended to avoid. 
as anything corporate involved was bound to be a bad time. A worse time than eating the lizard at the Bayou Boy cookout. And I'd never do that again. I couldn't forget those nights even if I tried. I have. Huh. I try to catch sight of the ruckus, but it's got at least a block on me. You know what they say about poking your nose into other people's business. It's the quickest and easiest ways to get it broken. And with the way I do things, we call that being none of our damn business. Besides, there's better things to do, like drinking. So instead of doing something that's very likely to get me killed, I step in front of my favorite bar doors and watch them slide open, hitting me with the aroma of smoke leaf, old sweat, cheap perfume, and even cheaper drinks. Ah, I should get me one. The smoke leaf is. Little early, aren't you, feller? Long night. <sighs> when aren't they? I'll take a couple breakfast bourbons. Spice them up real good for me, would ya? Two already. You did have a bad night. Not any worse than usual. Think I managed to sleep this time. Well, that's good. Give me a second, I'll have your drinks coming right up. You gotta smoke? Yeah, here you go, stranger. And these are for you? So, another whole night of not getting pumped full of lead, you say? That's usually a good thing. If I was out looking to get shot, sure, that would be a fine night. Instead, I'm here, I don't even know what time in the morning. No work, no life, no anything. Just wake up whiskey and breakfast bourbon. Ah, uh, then a brunch beer? A midday snack time margarita? Right before the good old lunch and <sighs> lubricators. Ugh. I need to find somewhere else to be. <laughs> Not that I dislike your patronage, but you are getting increasingly more depressed. It's somehow bringing down the mood. Are you still violently against getting a contractor's license? Over my cold, rotting, dead body. That's a yes then. Did you go about looking into that other soulless hangout? What was it, the chromium? been pretty earnest on getting out of the underground when I can, not skulking even further into it. Well, usually you have to do quite a great deal of skulking, stalking, and shooting your way through the underground before you even get to spend much time up here. I've been looking into other places already. I'm pretty sure I can find one on the cheap over by the docks. But even that would require Lady Luck to shine on me a little bit. Till then, I'll be coming up short. Oh, you don't want to go down by the docks. Pretty shady over there as of late. Really? Shadier than here? Are the drinks cheaper as well? And how dare you, fine sir, accuse my other clientele of being anything other than the finest of sirs and missuses. But yeah, yeah. What do you mean? How so? Well, the gang wars over there been heating up something fierce. Fighting off each other, fighting off corpo control ain't pretty business all around. The mayor was making headway into solving the problem before he went scorched earth on them as well. Driving down the prices, turning on the gangers, 
Now the whole place resembles a war zone. Ah, that would explain the sudden drop in prices. There goes another plan. Refill me, will ya? Don't get too down on yourself. It wasn't too bad of a place until the mayor went 180 on it, to be fair. It's like he woke up one day a whole new man, decided to fuck the entire dock district. There's no way you could have known that. Yeah, but that doesn't change that I'm still running out of options fast. A couple more weeks without city work and I might have to consider... Consider figuring out how to become a wage slave. Ugh. Uh, it's not as bad as it seems. The glamorous life isn't for. What the fuck is that? That's annoying. Oh, nifty little thing. Activity alert. Whatever's going down outside is coming our way. Can you tell what it is? Some kind of RT team. Maybe some marshals are in a chase. Might want to close up for a couple hours anyways. Well, go take a look, would you? Maybe they're just passing. Ugh, <sighs> fine. But I want another drink when I come back. The second glass came with me to the front window. I thought I'd sip it while watching a shootout go down on the street. I regret not taking it at the bar first. My eyes barely caught the first cars as they went speeding past, and by the time my brains had caught up to what my eyes were feeding it, I was only just registering the next cars skidding out on the slick street. inspection. It's clear that car was a van, but it was now lodged tightly in the wall, and the source of the smoke clouding the room. Some of the other patrons also got to their feet as I picked my way through the wreckage. Not everyone was getting up so quickly. A couple that had were at the window, and were backing away. A suit came falling out, barely taller than 5'10", and had thinning black hair where he wasn't missing scalp and bleeding profusely. He was wearing the remnants of a nice three-piece suit that was hard to tell between the tears, missing sleeve, and bullet holes. He looked less like a has-been, more like a never-would-be. Barely standing as well. He had just enough in him to stick the upper half of his body back into the van and retrieve a briefcase, and the small gun. I raised my palms to show him I meant no harm, but it didn't matter. He sunk to the ground like he was already as sauce as I was hoping to get that day. Well, that sure was one way to make an entrance. Are you still alive? Hey, that means you're not dead yet, so stay with me. He wasn't looking too fresh and everyone else in the bar was beginning to look pretty panicked. 
frantic at whatever was outside, but I still knelt down beside the man and checked him over the best I could. If I was to judge by the red gushing all over my hands, I'd say something had punctured his ballistic weave. Please help me. Question. Are you in the kind of trouble that's going to get me shot as soon as I help you? Your solace, yes, I'll pay. Um, no, I, I do have a soul. But even if the answer to my question was yes, you said you're willing to pay. Alright, up you go. Come on. <clears throat> he was heavy, but I got him to his feet with me as a crutch. Good thing. We turned to the front of the bar, and the crowd gathered there had turned away, actively backing away now. <coughs> Is that Boliuk? Right damned. Get out the back, quickly. Go, go. I didn't need telling twice. around the corner to see the van had been yanked back, and a response team was pouring into the bar, guns up. I ducked back real quick, reevaluating my life choices even quicker. and how often the gunshots were still coming. It felt a little risky, but I still obliged, laying him down behind a dumpster, hopefully to hide him from view. Sleeper, took out clear Need to send a message. The man was pale and shaking, already starting to get that glassy-eyed look. But I wasn't sure who he was, much less how to break it to him that he was dying. I patted him down for a communicator or data pad of any sort, but shouts in the direction we came in caught my ear, so I tilted my head, focused on my hearing. Who called you here? Can't you hear the gunshots? There was an incident down the block. Tau 18 and I are already in pursuit. Put that big thing away and follow us. Damn. These guys were quick. Hold tight there, buddy. I'll see if I can get rid of them. Making it look like I was fidgeting with my zipper, I turned around to face three smartly dressed corporate men. This was really not my morning. Oi! What are you doing down here, you blasted street trash? Quite the ensemble cast in front of me. The first was one of the incident sheriffs, as was proudly displayed by the star on his chest. He was holding a light SMG directed right at me. Beside him is one of the members of the SRU units. He was large and holding an assault rifle. I couldn't tell much else as he was covered in a thick mask and heavy-duty armor. To make matters worse, the Thurin didn't even look like a cop. A large, cyborg, and augmented-out man. He was carrying a very heavy-duty pistol in one hand and had a large, ticked-out sniper rifle over his back on a sling. I immediately raised my hands and splayed my fingers wide. Well, hello there. 
As you can see, I'm not doing anything illegal, and would really prefer not getting shot this morning. Keep your hands up where I can see them. Look, I was just out here relieving myself, and as far as I can recall, that's not against any rule or regulation. So unless you guys are actually three strippers dressed as cops, can I put my pecker away? It's getting cold. Alright, slowly now. Any sudden movements and you might start leaking out a few extra holes, you hear? Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Is there any particular reason as to why you three are targeting me today? Or have I won just the most unfortunate lottery? Are you deaf as well as dumb? You can't hear all the gunshots going on? Really? Gunshots in SET? I honestly just thought that was part of the ambiance. Ah, smart guy, eh? Tell me, smart guy. We're looking for two runners. Do you see anyone go by? I might have heard something pass while I had my back turned. What are you looking for? Uh, tall, blonde, and muscular? Leather clothes? Ganger, maybe? Wasn't really paying attention. Take a look around the corner, 18. Johnny, go with him. I'll finish up here. Affirmative, Sheriff. As the one with the rifle passed me by, I got a good look at his uniform. That was an official member of Siwan. I guess that explains what he's doing here with the Sheriff. The other lingered, stared at me for a moment. I felt his cybernetic eyes scan me over, but he dined that I was beneath his interest as he raised his handgun back into position and started making his way past me down the alley. The sheriff lingered for a moment even longer, looked me over properly, his eyes moving off of me and surrounding the area around us. I was sweating under my jacket, praying to whichever god that was listening then my years of putting clutter in a pile instead of cleaning my room was finally paying off. What did you say your name was? I didn't give it. I'm just a stranger on this planet. How long did you say you've been here? Pretty sure I didn't do that either. You should learn some manners, Spacer. On top of the regulations about a sheriff asking for identification. <sighs> well, start tomorrow actually. Enrolled myself in how to please egotistical dickhead classes. Early start. You looking to get arrested? You just shot to death. Because I'm looking to do both. I was just looking to take a piss. But it looks like I'm not going to get what I want for a few hours. Possible contact inside. He looked like he was going to say something back to me. But he just gave me a glare before dashing off. The moment he turned the corner, I counted down to ten, and then ducked down to the injured man. Ugh, damn, you're looking worse than me. Hey, buddy, you still with us? Already cold, his eyes were staring off into the void. Blood was beginning to pool beneath him and run into the alley where I was crouched. Patting his body down, I still curiously found no comlink of any type, but I did get a proper look at what he had doubled back to his van for. A briefcase. Not too large, but heavy and shaped out of a dull metal. I could faintly make out a logo of some sort on top, but it was sealed with a heavy-duty maglock. My eyes went between the briefcase and the dead man. It was impossible to tell how long the cops are going to be. 
and he did promise to pay me. So, I had a great idea. I nabbed him. Alright, let's get this baby open. Shiny briefcases were also in that category. Alright, we need a break and a new perspective. Now, where did I put that data pad? Ah, here it is. Hope it still works. It took hours, and perusing private soulscape networks was proving very fruitless, and asking about the case or the emblem on it was just as bare. No one seemed to want to give me any answers, honestly. Not sure if they had any. I was working with less than Jack here. All I could tell about the lock was that it was expensive, but realistically, that was objective. From my point of view, most things were. Nothing else that confirms that whatever its contents were, definitely valuable. No one seals something up this tightly unless it's valuable to them, or to someone else. It means the risk should be worth it to me. That's what I was going to keep on telling myself. Maybe it was Cytec, or some rare Talman artifact. Maybe. Maybe it was just a case full of money. That, that would make my day. This metal jungle had a way of skewing with one's sense of rationale, I suppose. But what was I to do? I was at the end of my rope. And even when life throws you a line, you're best clawing your way back up to the top, rather than waiting to be pulled in. Getting pulled in gets you mixed up. And unless you're doing some baking, you don't want to be the one that mixes that pie. Curious. A message from an unknown number appears on my comlink. Someone named Packet saw my messages. He said something about pursuing this on his own and thought he could help me out. I messaged back briefly, and it only took him a moment to reply with a private Soulscape network address. I didn't have any more options, so I pulled up my data pad since I didn't have a scryer. That was one of those nifty little gadgets they used to enter the Soulscape. And it was like the old school digital networks, except for you had to dive in with your very soul, and it came with a free slice of invasion of privacy. I like to keep anything that has to do with my actual soul very off limits. But comparatively, 
it was probably my safest option at the moment. But I still had to ignore a gnawing gut feeling as I jacked that data pad into my arm. Alright, here we go. One, two, three, four. Is this thing what? It was a weird sensation. Again, felt almost like a dream. For a moment, I was weightless, unaware of my body, or capable of feeling any of my regular senses. But then slowly, some of them came back. Not all, but I could feel the semblance of weight. Something sturdy was beneath me. I couldn't breathe, but I didn't feel the need to. I could open my eyes, but it was a whole new world in front of me. It didn't look like the real world, but it wasn't a cheap imitation either. It mimicked the real world in a way that animations and real-life shows pretended to mimic reality. I was surrounded by all manner of beings. Some of them looked humanoid, some of them were the ideal definition of very easy on the eyes. But some were odd. We had anthropomorphic cats, blue aliens, animated personas with wild hair. That guy over there was just a blob. Floating over his head I could see the name tag. Blobby McBlobberson. How wildly creative. As I made my way to the host my contact had told me to meet him at, it began to get easier to ignore the odd feelings of desensation. It was also weird navigating the soulscape itself. It was like trying to navigate a series of third-dimensional folders and icons, all while someone was hitting you in the face with an advertisement of some sort. This one, the latest all-in-one hair trimmer face cleaner S-Wiper 300. Actually, that's not a bad deal for 500 credit, but I had to remain focused. My contact, Hackett, had told me to meet him at host 666, and the digital location matched its name. When my soulscape persona touched it, I was warped off the public servers into a different kind of scape, a hellscape. First, I was worried I'd overdressed, but there was no heat coming off the bubbling lava pools around the small platform I'd spawned in on, and the flickering flames were fake as well. The light they were giving off was artificial. Are you... well you didn't really give me a name. Someone entered behind me. Their persona wore stylish long robes with flowy sleeves. They had a hood pulled darkly over their face, but it was leaving just enough room for me to see a faint grin peeking out. They looked like someone who strove for... adequacy. Are you my guy? Don't worry, it's just my persona. Which, now that I'm getting a look at you, should probably do that as well. I've got enough faces. Your connection is more open than... whatever the name of the most topical real-life show's actor's legs. I'm... Not sure what to say to that. 
Right, damn, are you hotsing right in? What does that even... Do you have any software on your scryer at all? If I could get in a word edgewise, I'd tell you I'm on a data pad, judging by your expression that it's bad. Bad? Are you he Bad? Aren't you here to ask about the Soltec case? Yeah, but I only just acquired it. Wait, you're saying you stole it? No, not stole it, per se. Really? A strangely marked and sealed Omega case? Because I don't know a lot of other definitions for acquiring in the Solus Dictionary other than stealing. Well, I very much have a soul. I just helped someone out, and then they died. Then I took it for services rendered. Do you know what's usually in those things? I was hoping for money. You're only half right. Those things are usually carrying super expensive Cytec, illegal Soltec, stuff that sells for major credit on the black market. Did you do this with a burner? A burner what? A burner Solgram? My god, you're the dumbest freelancer alive! I'm not a freelancer. I don't do anything for free. They've definitely already got a trace on you. When did this happen? This morning. The, uh, incident down in Vatic Row. Ah, oh, no. Oh, fuck. They're going to track me via this host. Listen, you fucking amateur. That's a priority sealed box. They track that shit. They sent someone to hunt them back down and retrieve it by all means necessary. I don't think I like what you're saying. <sighs> if you did it this morning, I'm surprised they're not already up your ass. Where are you? I'm in the Suicide Sprawls, the Lower East Side. Tell me about it. They probably think you're desperate and are waiting for you to leave. Little did he know, I am desperate and would really like to leave. Fuck, well, this is not what I was hoping out of this meeting. And I sure as shit didn't want to have to burn this persona, but here we fucking are. So if I were you, I'd start running. Now. And fast. Fuck. Before I could say another word, he was gone. In a burst of digital particles. When my eyes reopened, I sat up from my chair in a start. Eyes flying to the door, my left hand reaching for the drawer. But my room hadn't changed aside from growing darker. The lights in the underground were just dimmed as night had fallen. My hand stopped as I realized I could hear nothing more than the usual noises of the city outside, and my own labored panting. It slowly retreated, instead pulling the briefcase off my table and sliding it behind my desk. <sighs> what a fucking day. Something was needed for my nerves. I stared out the small window behind my desk, almost expecting the snipers to be lighting the rooftops around me that very moment. It was a clear shot, me in the window of my second story apartment. The window offered me a wide berth view of the block, the one selling point of this lizard hole you could say. But now, would it be my downfall? I could see from end to end of the block, and there wasn't much out there. Light reflected from a club at the end, 
a couple of cars belonging to a few souls brave enough to leave them line the streets. One was a fancy blacked out sports car. It was begging to get stolen. But there were two men in it. I could see them faintly from the light glow of the last few working streetlights. I guess that was a smart way for it to not get stolen. Was the street emptier? Quieter. Those guys weren't in their car anymore. Was I being paranoid? I stared at the metal cage for what felt like a long time. If what that packet guy said is true, I should probably get rid of it before it brought trouble right to my door. I spoke too soon. I'd ask who it is, but I'm honestly having way too much of a day to care. We're investigating the incident you witnessed downtown. Well, as a good, decent, law-abiding citizen, if I'd witnessed anything, I would have reported it. But I haven't been to downtown all day. Didn't witness anything, yeah? Don't got the fault. So are you opening this door, or are we? On the other side was the man that kicked me in the nuts today. His face looked like he had been sucking bio-lemons the whole ride here. But he wasn't with the same partner. Instead... A grizzled-looking, heavy-set man dressed in a duster's coat and thick boots. Ones that he placed firmly in the doorframe as he blew cigar smoke in my face. I heard of you. You're the stranger from the alley this morning. Alright, what do you want? We just want to have a talk. I'd rather not. About to go to bed, honestly. A little early for bed around these places. Aren't the rodents still awake? Maybe so, but I have how to please an egotistical dickhead class in the morning. Ask your partner, he knows all about it. I heard he's the, uh, featured speaker. I said knock knock, you little shit. Alright, well, come in I guess. I can't offer you any whiskey since you just knocked my bottle onto the floor. Quite the shabby little place you got going on for yourself here. Times are tough, but hey, at least I don't have your job. The two of them split apart as soon as they entered, the big guy checking the only two doors in here. Much to his surprise, the kitchenette and bathroom. I could feel the other's eyes on me at all times, like an alligator stalking murky water. There was a hunt afoot. I don't think that I'm the predator. We said we're investigating the incident you saw downtown. Did I stutter before? I recall saying I didn't. Funny story that. At least I almost was until we doubled back. Wanna guess what we found out? Well, since you're at my very doorstep, I'm gonna guess. My wallet, with all of my cred chips in it. There was a lot in there. I'm gonna check. Almost. Found a body. Pretty cold by the time we found it, but we thought something might have come back to your recollection. A body? No, couldn't say I saw one. Not in the alley. Not today. You didn't? Funny that. 
probably have an excellent reason for us finding it covered in traces of you when we scanned it. I mean, to be fair, you literally caught me with my dick out. Ah, oh, that would explain it. Then again, what did we find next, Grizzly? First, we found the bar's security tapes. Shows a pretty clear picture of you helping the guy out. Not that you'd know this, I'm sure, but it's actually quite a normal thing to do a good deed every once in a while. I have no idea about any incident that he might have been involved in. I have no clue about whatever, whatever it is you're here for. I helped a guy out of a burning wreckage and into an alleyway. Then I took a piss, because the adrenaline rush. Then I went on my merry fucking way. Went on his merry way, this guy said. You hear this guy? Sounds like one of them, uh, whatchamacallum, one of them digger shows before the crash. Really? I've never seen. What kind of people are usually on those digi shows, you say? They push further into the room and I circle around the desk, pretending to get another drink while discreetly pushing the case further out of view. Well, to be honest with you, Sheriff, liars. Liars and thieves, mostly. Is that so? What about you, Mr. Spacer? Is that where you are? A liar and a thief? And why would you think that? I'm sure all of this is just one bit- Probably because a security camera caught you and the guy walking down the alley. Then another camera caught you. What was it? Making your merry way, you said? A little later than you said you did. The story's falling to pieces now, ain't it? Well, my apologies if my story's not up to your standards. I'm not a bard. Oh, not in the face, man. Don't you know never to hit anyone in the face when you're questioning them? The sheriff did indeed not care about my face, but I did use the opportunity of being pushed into the chair to slide the case further out of view. But, let's be honest here. Another dead executive? What's the harm? What's there to cry about? Do you care about another dead corporate sheriff? Nah. Can't say I do. Can we bother to even move the body, honestly? Pretty sure there's a dozen more taking its place as we speak. Good riddance, I say. Alright, well, you've got me dead in sight, so... What are you both actually here for? What do you want? A payout? You can see that I don't have much at all. You stole something very important. We want it back now. <sighs> alright, alright. Well... Negotiations were off the table, clearly, as the big guy was standing in my kitchenette, leaning against the wall with an arm rested comfortably on his holster. The sheriff backed away a few feet, having had enough of rattling my brains, and stared at me expectantly. I'm out of options. When you're out of options, there's only one thing left to turn to. Bad ideas. And that's it. You just want the case, and then you'll leave me alone. Exactly. Now where is it? That's... Uh, fine. Around the hall and under the stairs, there's an electrical box. It's got a heavy lock on it. You're gonna need to bust it, or something thick to pry it open. See? 
That wasn't so bad, was it? Didn't even hurt you. Well, maybe just a little. Keep an eye on him. Grab some cuts from the car. Fine. Don't be long. This place gives me the creeps. It smells bad. It's sewer. And ass. Swamp ass. The big guy pushed off the wall, started coming closer, hands off his holster now dangling at his side. So what? Uh, all the planets and all the universe and you come live in this dump? Would you blow up all your cash uptown and miss your flight? Even closer now, other side of my desk, but I didn't respond to him. My heart was beating too fast. Oh? No more stories to tell. That's a shame. I was enjoying the one earlier of you just being an innocent passerby and all. Almost had me going. He leaned over, leering at me. I could smell the cigar smoke on his breath, but I didn't dare move. Not yet. Maybe you spacers aren't so fun after all. Yeah, what's so special about you? His eyes went down to my feet, then back up to mine. They froze there for a long second. I could see the tiny gears in his mind turning as the realization dawned upon him. Hey, wait a minute. His face morphed to one of surprise as the realization hit him. But that wasn't the only thing that hit him. fist hitting his jaw rattled my body. It only stunned him. I fell back into my chair and he started wailing on me, knocking my things to and fro. I wanted to mourn my now ruined whiskey, but his hand slamming into my back was making it increasingly difficult. So I did the next best thing. His body was limp in my arms after the impact. Oh, oh god damn it. Case, 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 case. Here we go. Oh, get back here, you fucking little piece of Good night, asshole. as much as the fallen whiskey. There was no way I could ever return after that. But as I made my way through the suicide sprawls, like a man going out for milk, I clutched that briefcase tightly. It was going to be my way out of here. Thank you for listening to City Business, Part 1, The Case. You can follow us on socials to help me find directions, or support us on Patreon so I can get more bourbon. Until next time, remember, don't do it.